This episode, Dr. Cashy dives into the topic of time management. If you care about your time, or perchance thought about caring about your time, then you'll find some value here. Indeed, the more time management would help us, the more complicated we make it for ourselves. Upon studying time management issues, Dr. Cashy explains you could probably trace it back to some combination of three things. Anxiety, boredom, and rebellion. Funny enough, when we obsess about managing our time, we end up making ourselves anxious and rebellious. We get super productive then, right? Let's talk about it. Roll the intro! Hello! And welcome to today's episode of... Ah, Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. And now, Dr. Cashy is throwing down. He's throwing down. He's got a bit of a nerd rage on the ever-so-popular topic of time management. So, get your thinking caps on. We are taking a closer look at time... <laughs> time management. All right? And... Instead of satirizing different methodologies, which I believe honestly are all made in good faith, like all time management systems I think are made in good faith, uh, I believe honestly uh, I, that I need to take a different approach here, okay? Because of my background and my history and, and current business structure, uh, it's a, this is a question I get asked about, a question I get asked all the time. Therefore, instead of giving you an answer just to try and shut you up, I'm taking the classically annoying Dr. Cashy path, and we are finding a solution. We're finding a solution where so many people ask, hey, Dr. Cashy, how do I manage my time? Which is a valid question. Dr. Cashy and the team then ask, hey, why is all your time gone? Well then, for that reason, Dr. Cashy is explaining why, oh, why your time vanishes like a fart in the wind. Yes. Okay. This is where if I had intro music, I would cue it. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> uh, so to loop back through here, let's use the tried and true ancient logical technique that is now popularized through computer science and artificial intelligence. Here comes Dr. Ca Dr. Cashy's bastardization of inferential chaining, kind of like peeling the onion. Okay, that's about what we're going to call it now. Okay, one of my favorite coaching techniques. So fellow coaches, professionals, fans, take notes. All right, let's peel the onion. All right, there's a four step process to peeling this onion. And I'm, I have these written out here on my fancy whiteboard. The four things, the four steps are, what is the question? What is the justification? So what, what, is, what question is being asked of you? Then there's justification. What is the rationale behind the question? And then the third step is to find an alternative meaning. What is the activating event? Substantiating the rationale. We'll get into these fancy terms, it's all good. And then four is the new question. Now what's being asked of you, all right? So after two to four iterations of this, you'll get to some core belief or feeling, okay? So we have question, rationale, activation, and the new question. All right, perfect. So we're gonna go through one of the coaching conversations. I actually just recently had only only the names, dates, and events have been changed, okay, for the sake of this talk today, right now. All right, so let's get into this. The question starts something like this. Hey, Dr. Cashy, what is the best way to manage my time? What is the best way to manage my time? 
And this question is justified by, well, I'm so busy. I just have so much going on. My time gets away from me. And if I do have any time to do stuff at the end of the day, I'm just so exhausted, just so exhausted. And the alternative meaning, what this might actually mean is, hey, Dr. Cashy, how do I create magical to-do lists and calendar entries making me want to do the things I hate and avoid? Hmm, all right? And now the question becomes, now the question becomes, uh, hey, Dr. Cashy, how do I manage my procrastination? Oh, okay. And now this is justified by, well, I do all of my best work under pressure, okay? And alternative meaning, what that actually might mean is, hey, Dr. Cashy, my instant gratification monkey controls my life until the panic work monster wakes me up at the last minute before a deadline. Aye, okay. And so now the question becomes, hey, Dr. Cashy, how do I manage my attention? Oh, as justified by, uh, I have such a hard time concentrating and focusing on all the important stuff I need to do. Every time I try, my mind wanders. This is so irritating. Which might actually mean, and here's the important one, I feel forced to do things that I don't want to do and I hate it. So I get bored and frustrated looking for something more stimulating. And then eventually, because time is running out, I get uneasy. My neglect becomes more real and scarier. Therefore, I rush panic work until I do what I think is a good enough job. And I think I do just good enough of a job to maybe justify that this is an okay way to run my life. Even when I have constant urges to take all my stress out on my vices, like overeating or staying up late so I can de-stress, which now that I think about it, makes me sicker and more stressed out, degrading my mind and my body, stressing me out more. Huh. What calendar app solves this again? What calendar app solves this again? So the question now becomes, Hey, Dr. Cashy, how do I manage my anxiety, boredom, and rebelliousness? Now we've peeled the onion back far enough, okay? So here, ta-da, are the three main causes of procrastination. Anxiety, boredom, and rebelliousness, all right? So let's go with anxiety first. This is when a task in one way or another, if it goes poorly, is a threat to your self-esteem, more or less, okay? Uh, if you get a bad grade on a homework assignment, like you can get a bad grade on a homework assignment, so you put off studying, okay? You can be rejected if you ask this person out, so you put off talking to them. You can be judged or ridiculed or chastised by, by an email, so you put off writing it. Then there's boredom, where the activity is beneath your stimulation threshold, right? Physical activity takes too much time and focus. Having to make a, like a million phone calls for work. So you either put them off, half-ass them, or dial slower and wait longer between calls. I need to write this article, so I'll clean my desk. Yep, that's a good start. I can go have a snack now. And then last is rebelliousness, where essentially it's just being petty about the responsibilities you have to yourself and others. Right? Like mowing the lawn is a total waste of time. So you wait till you get a notice from the city or the HOA. Okay. Or you have to work later than you intended. So you dilly-dally and goof off. Or we always go to this stupid restaurant. So you delay getting a reservation and then you might miss it. Okay. 
In most all cases, procrastination issues combine all three when they go long enough, and most all of them do. Okay, they feed into the activities that are promoting your attention deficit, which then feed back into the three uglies, rebelliousness, anxiety, and boredom. Okay, stemming procrastination. Whew. Dang, all right? Okay, so let's pull all this together. Dr. Cassie's peeled back the onion just enough, I think, all right? It shows that in a vast majority of instances, the time management issue is really anxiety, boredom, and rebelliousness management, okay? Actually, I have this written down too. The time management, the time management is anxiety, boredom, and rebelliousness management, which is then thinking management, which is then time management, okay? So let's think back to the episode of Coffee with Cashy, where, uh, why you have a solution to every problem, okay? That's a fun one. There we discuss two types of problems, right? Thinking problems and practical problems. When something is rationalized as a practical problem, it makes a thinking problem, it masks the thinking problem, and then problems arise as a side effect of letting the core problem wreak havoc. Why does this happen? Because there's an increased focus on all the other little problems that the core problem is creating. And these problems about your problems will and do keep you busy forever. This is part of the reason why peeling the onion is so important. So think about it this way. There's a million time management methods, right? There's like a million of them. Books on books, on programs, on programs, on seminars, on seminars. And the fact that there are so many different systems is a testament to how much of a cognitive issue time management really is, okay? Think about that this way. There are millions of diet and nutrition and weight loss methods, right? Books on books, on programs, on programs, on seminars, on seminars. The fact that there are so many different systems is a testament to how much of a cognitive issue applied nutrition and weight loss really is. It comes back to the issue of something being 99% right and 100% wrong. In fact, sometimes technical correctness and making perfect sense is a great reason to be skeptical. Why? Because it might be a practical solution to an emotional problem rather than a cognitive solution to a thinking problem, okay? After all, it makes perfect sense that if one method doesn't work for me, well, then you try another method, right? It makes perfect sense. And then you try another method, and then you try another method until you guessed it, you get frustrated and throw in the towel, maybe for a short while, maybe for a long while. And this is the market trying to correct for what appears to be a practical problem, but is actually an emotional or thinking problem. As we've discussed the, like before, especially in the, in the sitting video, the sitting science video, <laughs> the, the bottom-up approach to resolutions using data and theory is inherently superior to a top-down approach of treating symptoms and putting Band-Aids on, which is essentially data only, okay? Data only versus data and theory. Data only Band-Aids, they make perfect sense. They just discount the human aspects of being human. <laughs> Oh, you've run out of time? Easy, just block everything out in 90 minute chunks, label each chunk with what you're gonna do, and voila, right? Something like this is a fantastic approach once anxiety, boredom, and rebelliousness has already been accounted for. If it lingers, well then every single method you use will either fail outright, or maybe kind of sort of work for a hot minute and then fail, forcing you to constantly swap methods until you give up entirely, until you Tell you try and address this thinking problem like a practical problem again. So let's wrap this sucker up here, okay? I think Dr. Cashy has identified and addressed the urban myth of time management by looking much closer, okay? Looking much closer and bastardized the logistical tool of inferential chaining, which, when modified for his purpose, is now one of Dr. Cashy's coaching techniques called peeling the onion, all right? In conclusion, the time management problem 
The time management problem is actually a procrastination problem masquerading as an attention deficit problem, which is really an anxious, bored, and rebellious problem. <laughs> okay? Bottom-up approaches, theory plus data, are superior to top-down approaches, data only. Therefore, your solution schema, solution schema now is emotion problem before thinking problem before practical problem. And this means anxiety, boredom, and, and rebelliousness management then procrastination and attention deficit management, then time management. So I hope you see that when I put it this way, starting a rigorous time management system first, ironically, is a procrastination tactic. So I'll leave you with the following to noodle on here. Would you rather manage the problem sucking your time away or suck your time away managing the problem? There is plenty more where this came from, so if you need help managing your time, then make sure to let Dr. Cashy know he has your back. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out! <laughs> <laughs>